Coming up, Shohei Otani homers twice and the Rays get a late game comeback. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to recap all of the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Reds escaped with a one-run win at Fenway Park for the second straight day on Wednesday. Our Locked On Reds host tells us how Cincinnati gets wins these close games over Boston. You can't get much more dramatic than the baseball the Reds and Red Sox have been playing these last two games. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast. And a two-run bomb from Spencer Steer is the difference in this game as the Reds win 5-4. to four. Buck Farmer getting the save. Alexis Diaz not available. Just an absolutely awesome performance. He had some great defensive plays, especially there in the ninth. Kevin Newman with a beautiful sliding stop to rob Alex Verdugo of a hit. And sure, Rafael Devers hits a long fly ball really, really far into center field, but the park holds it. And Nick Senzel catches it. Reds win the series, take two out of three. They got a shot for a sweep. They've won five in a row. What is happening? The Phillies got four more hits than the Mets on Wednesday, but lost in New York nonetheless. Locked on Phillies explains why Philadelphia could not turn those hits into runs. (sighs) The Phillies lose again. At least they scored, but they only scored once. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked on Phillies, the Phillies. Finish, what, over 6, over 7 with runners in scoring position? I don't know. I mean, the offense has been non-existent in these two games against the Mets. They had opportunities tonight against Carrasco and just couldn't come through. Uh, they just don't hit consistently enough, and every time they do score, whoever's pitching gives up a run right back. I mean, Aaron Nola, you look at the stat line tonight and you say, okay, it wasn't awful, but the moments that he gave up big hits and a home run were just, I mean, you can't do that. You give up all momentum. I don't know what to make of this team, but they're not good right now. They're not good at all right now, and they got to pull out of it soon. We'll talk more on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. The Cubs saw a one-run lead turn into a one-run loss by giving up a home run to the Rays in the eighth inning. Locked on Rays recaps the win, while Locked on Cubs has more on Chicago's slide to the bottom of the NL Central. The game of baseball giveth and the game of baseball taketh. Uh, Cubs lose a heartbreaker with a chance to sweep the Rays 4-3. They had leads of 2-0 and 3-2 in the 7th and 8th inning respectively. Blew both of them due to poor bullpen pitching and questionable decision making. And then in the 8th, they had 1st and 3rd, 1 out, down a run, could not score. In the ninth, had bases loaded, 1 out, down a run, could not score. And that wasn't even the worst news of the day. The worst news was Justin Steele, one of the Cubs' best pitchers, uh, was pulled in the 3rd inning with forearm tightness. Uh, He's having an MRI tomorrow on his elbow, and whenever you hear that, that always scares you. And the Cubs are 24-31, and and I'm sad. I'm sad, for lack of uh, a better term. Today was a sad day. They have a day off on Thursday and then play 10 games in a row in 10 days on the West Coast against the Padres, the Angels, and the Giants. I'm going to take a break from baseball until then. Thank you. A rookie threw seven scoreless innings against the defending champs for the Twins and our Locked On Local experts tell us how things went down in Houston. 
Well, the boys did not back up their win yesterday. They lose 8-2. to two. A late inning surge by Jake Myers and Yanner Diaz wasn't enough. Two solo home runs won't get a win when you're down by eight. So the Astros lose. Hunter Brown had eight strikeouts through 102 pitches, the most pitches he's ever thrown in a major league game, but left. And then the runs kept coming in. Parker Mashinsky could not hold the runners at bay. The bats were hitting well for Minnesota. The bats were pretty silent for the Houston Astros tonight. And this offense is very inconsistent. Dana Brown has been talking about trade deadline moves, and we're going to get that on another episode. But this edition, check out our Locked On crossover with Locked On Twins host. And we're going to break things down. What went good, what didn't go good, and what the future is for both teams. Remember, we're your team every day. Go Strokes. Coming up, Josh Naylor drives in half a dozen runs for the Guardians. This is Locked on Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked on Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful, and Game Time is the fast and easy way for you to buy tickets to sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever you are interested in, and you can do it all last minute because there's flash deals for last minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy. And they have a guarantee that if you find a better price anywhere, the tickets in the same section and the row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So if you want to snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time, just download the Game Time app. You create an account and use code LOCKEDONMLB. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but you can create an account and redeem Locked On MLB. That's the code for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Shohei Otani hit a couple of home runs, and the Angels beat the White Sox with 12 runs in Chicago. Locked On hosts with both teams have more after LA's win. The Angels closed the book on the month of May with a big win against the White Sox, 12-5. to Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Lockdown Angels. Our Halos sit at 30-27. and They got their 15th win of the month against the White Sox, which is good because we think 15 wins a month will get you to 90 wins, and that'll put you in wildcard contention. But listen, these guys are just starting to heat up, and they put the power on display because Mike Trout had a two-run home run. Shohei Otani had two home runs. Jared Walsh had two doubles, three RBIs. Taylor Ward hit another home run, his second in as many days. And then Chad Wallach got in on it too. Jaime Berea helping out with a five innings pitched, one run outing on the mound. And then Tucker Davidson saving the bullpen by going three innings after Jacob Webb did. Hey, we're excited to turn the page and get to the month of June. We'll talk about this one on Lockdown Angels, and we hope you'll join us. The Chicago White Sox lost to the Los Angeles Angels 12 to 5 on Wednesday afternoon on the South Side. Hey, I'm Nick Murawski from Locked on White Sox. Uh, Sox lost the game and they lost the series, and boy, did they lose it. Uh, Sox starter Lance Lynn, uh, he only lasted four innings, eight earned runs. Uh, Boy, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani put on a show, but that's what happens when you serve non-competitive pitches to some of the best hitters in the world. Uh, White Sox went 15-14 and 14 in the month of May, but I don't think anybody's celebrating. Uh, hopefully not. Sox are 23-35 and 35 on the season. It uh, doesn't get any easier for the Sox in June. Uh, they've got an off day on Thursday and then welcome the Detroit Tigers for a three-game series. For more, 
Check out the Lockdown White Sox podcast. Josh Naylor led the way for the Guardians. He tallied six RBIs on the way to a 12-run Cleveland output against the Orioles. Lockdown hosts with both teams go over how it played out in Baltimore. So this is what it's like to finally have an offense. Cleveland Guardians get 12 runs. Uh, I could have done some research, but that feels like it's got to be, if not the highest total, a top three total for this team this year. Three home runs, three attempted solo bases, all the things we've been talking about on Lockdown Guardians happened in this one. Everyone reached base. Uh, hopefully this is the beginning of great things for last year's all-star and arguably best player Andres Jimenez. Four hit day for him. Three extra base hits for Josh Naylor. Uh, yes, Shane Bieber, not a great start. It is a concern. We definitely will get into that very in-depth on the show. Uh, Bieber's inability to miss bats is something to keep your eye on, but let's focus on the positive. You take a series from Baltimore, a team that's in the playoff hunt with a much better record. You take a series from the Cardinals. That's two series. They've won four series this month. Let's keep it going with the Twins in town. Hey, sweep them, and you're in first, right? That's how this works. So let's go sweep the Twins and take first place after a miserable month of May. Well, that was not a fun game. Certainly sent Orioles fans into a frenzy. Guardians 12, Orioles 8, the final score from Oriole Park at Camden Yards on Wednesday afternoon. Orioles dropped two out of three to Cleveland in the series. They've dropped back-to-back series, and they go just two and four on this homestand. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. And the O's bats got it done. Like, they had probably the most concerning-looking lineup of the year. With Cedric Mullins out, they had Ryan McKenna, Aaron Hicks, and Ryan O'Hearn starting in the outfield. And those guys killed it. Orioles scored eight runs. Adley Rutschman had four hits. Ryan O'Hearn had some big knocks. Aaron Hicks got on base three times. But they went with the bullpen game on the mound. And the whole bullpen was terrible. Hopefully they don't do that again, but you're telling me that's better than Grayson Rodriguez? I'll recap it all and give my thoughts coming up on Thursday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Diamondbacks went into Wednesday hoping they were going to be able to beat the Rockies in Arizona for the third straight day. Our Locked On hosts tell us how things played out in the desert. D-backs shut out the Colorado Rockies in Game 3 and secured the series victory. Miller Thomas of Locked on Dimebacks here. This was a fantastic start by the D-backs youngster Tommy Henry, who might have solidified and locked down a rotation spot after tonight's performance because he pitched a masterful seven innings. Two hits, seven strikeouts, and no earned runs allowed. Definitely the best start by him this season. The D-backs offense was not shabby either. Six runs on the board. They put up five runs after just the first two innings. Paven Smith got on five times from that leadoff spot. Two hits, three walks. Corbin Carroll continues to look like the NL Rookie of the Year favorite. He had two more hits, two more RBIs, and Jake the Rake, third straight game with a multi-hit game after doing a little stint in AAA. Great job by the D-backs tonight. Bullpen was able to preserve the lead as well, and the D-backs secure the series victory over the Colorado Rockies, and if they win tomorrow, they have a chance for their first series sweep of the season. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Olden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast and the Denilson Lamette starter experience doesn't go well, at least in its first edition here as the Arizona Diamondbacks continue to dominate the Colorado Rockies. Now won three in a row against the Rocks and uh, in this series and looking for the sweep tomorrow. The Diamondbacks continue to just show that they're the better team right now. They're more aggressive on pitches. They're more aggressive on the base paths. They do a lot more of the little things right and they're taking it to the Rockies 
every time they play, at least especially, I should say, in this series. The Rockies have fought back a little bit, but not a lot of fight in the Rockies in this one. They're trying to salvage the series and avoid the sweep coming up. But again, lots of the issues, the uh, concerns, the question marks for the Rockies on full display. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. The Mariners and Yankees met in Seattle with New York having a chance to finish out a road sweep after Wednesday. Locked on local experts have more after the final on the West Coast. The Yankees scored 20 runs in the first few games of the series, but that's all they would walk away from the series with as George Kirby and the Mariners pitching staff hold them to a big fat goose egg on the scoreboard tonight. This is Tiding Gonzalez, host of the Locked on Mariners podcast here. And the Mariners able to salvage a game from an otherwise disastrous series against New York with a one nothing walk-off victory on Wednesday night at T-Mobile Park. Cal Raleigh playing the role of hero in this one. Walk-off single in the bottom of the 10th, but otherwise, not a particularly good night for this Mariners offense. They needed George Kirby to be every bit as good as he was this evening. Three hits allowed on his eight scoreless innings of work, seven strikeouts, no walks. He was feeling really good. 1.7 miles per hour up from his season average on his fastball velocity. He even reached 99 miles per hour for the first time in his major league career tonight. Absolutely dominated New York and not without a couple of defensive gems from Julio Rodriguez and J.P. Crawford. Really good night for the Mariners as they get back in the win column. They're on the road starting Friday. That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. We always thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.